0: Uh, I'm back again. Hopefully uh, having something this afternoon to say uh, that will encourage you. And that's the whole thing, is to encourage you. Um, uh, this morning, Oh, yes. not. Uh, yes, the month? The. CFS. Okay, I think that's right. Okay. Uh, first of all, i like say good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good, afternoon. good afternoon. good afternoon. Thank you for having me. I'm pleased to be here. Yeah. And uh, I can hear you saying that. Yeah, I didn't invite you in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. You know, um, this is a spot that somebody has to fear. Okay. Because you have come with an open and uh, receptive mind uh, to receive something. And so it would be sad that you would have to go back home empty-handed. Amen. And so that, I'm here to have something to say to you that will encourage you along your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have this to like for you to know that we are happy to have you, and that you are our honored guest. And we pray that. Uh, something will be said that will encourage you and help you on your way. Uh, As I said before, I'd like to ask uh, that you continue to pray for me, Uh, continue to pray for uh, our minister and his wife as they, uh, no doubt, is en route. continue to pray for the church and continue to pray for yourself because we all need prayer and the more the merit. There's no limit to how much you can have or that you will be overfilled or having too much. So with that being said, our subject today is He's up here on the board overcoming temptation. As I said this morning, I'm not uh, up on the electronic equipment as I should be probably. And uh, I thank Brother Bobby for being generous and kind. And this morning I kind of pressed on him to put Uh, all the information up there uh, scriptures and etc. but this afternoon I I didn't want to ask you to do that just uh, you will hear the scriptures as I go through them and uh, don't be dismayed because one day uh, I'm going to get it right I'm going to Learn this PowerPoint stuff, and I'm gonna have it so that it can be put on the board. And you'll see it as I go. Overcoming temptation. What do you do when you attempt to sin? What do you do? The average person look for ways to either dive into it or to get around. And of course, we should be looking for ways to avoid it. You know, uh, if you uh, see something that you know is not wholesome and good, then you have enough courage to turn away from it. Mm -hmm. You know, don't keep looking at it, because if you keep looking at it, who knows what will happen. You might uh, desire and that will just put, uh, get you in more and more trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, I want to Psalms 119 verse 105 says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It leads us in the path of righteousness and away from dangers that can destroy us. And this is why we listen and study the word of God. And so as we go through this lesson, uh, we hope that you'll keep this in mind. Okay? The let me see where I want to go. From the moment that we are old enough to understand right from wrong, truth from error, and good from evil, we face temptation to please our selfish desires rather than to please God. Temptations come from—I'm sorry—comes in many forms, and what affects one person may not affect another. Some are tempted to tell a lie. Some are to steal. Some uh, to take revenge. some to gossip. So it affects us in different ways. Uh, when we are afraid or hurting, we may be tempted to get angry or to strike out. When we are greedy or jealous, we may be tempted to take what is not ours, or to put down others. The devil strives to make sin attractive, but sin is offensive to God. And keep that thought in mind; it's offensive to God. So every time you think about sin, you think about. The Father and how displeased He is with you about to go into sin. I say about. I hope you don't go into it. Maybe that when you think of the Lord and you think of, about how He hung on that cross and you think about how He was pierced, and how He was. Uh, uh wounded for our transgressions. Hopefully that's enough to cause you to turn away from sin. With the Lord's help you can overcome Satan's scheme and his tricks to lead you astray. With the Lord's help you can find strength to overcome sin. With the Lord's help you can control your desires and live a righteous life, don't doubt that people can change. With the Lord's help, you can become a new person who lives in righteousness. You can't change the past, no, but you can change your future. With the Lord's help. You can rise above your past and be the person you always wanted to be. You know, nobody is, uh, perfect, and, and nobody wants to sin willfully. And, and I'm, I realize, I'm saying this, but I realize that there are some that uh, take pleasure in sin. Yes. Right. And so, but I'm talking about the others, not mm. those, Amen. you see. And so, what we, uh, what we need to do is to fill our heart with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And when I say our heart, we can't get anything in here. Mm-hmm. And this is a pump, it's only designed to pump blood. You see. But this is the heart I'm talking about mm-hmm. of here. If we fill our heart with the word of God, mm-hmm. then we we will have the power to overcome sin. Mm-hmm. Because as David said a long time ago, that word I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Mm-hmm. So we can overcome sin if we so desire. Mm-hmm. Um... First Corinthians, uh, the 10th chapter, 6 to 13, says, now these things happen as examples for us so that we would not crave evil things as they also crave. Do not be idolatrous. And when we look at this word idolatry, uh, many of us don't understand that this same word Equals to denominationalism. You ever say it equals to denominationalism? Hmm. See, in that day, they didn't have denomination. They had idolatry. People had their own gods, and they worshipped them. In our time, in this Christian dispensation, we have denominations and so rather than uh, worshiping God the way he prescribed for us to do, sometimes we wind up in a denomination. For example, I was in a denomination before I obeyed the gospel and so in the denomination you do what the denomination requires you to do and it's not always what the bible says Uh, that's the very thing that caused me to want to come out because i could not read in the bible what i was being told i've always had my bible with me but i could not read what the preacher was saying he would open up his bible and he would read uh, two or three scriptures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after that he would close the Bible up Amen. and he would begin to preach <laughs> history, <laughs> philosophy, mm-hmm. current events, mm-hmm. gossip, mm-hmm. or whatever come to his mind. Mm-hmm. There was nothing that I could follow him in God's word mm-hmm. with, him. not a thing. So that got me dissatisfied to the point where I start searching, Mm -hmm. and by the love of God, I found the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a story of a man that was looking for uh, a buoyancy. He didn't, he was studying it and trying to find it, and so uh, he found it Uh, one day. He was in the bathtub, Mm -hmm. and he discovered buoyancy. And he was so elated, so overjoyed, that he jumped up out of the bathtub, ran out the door, and ran down the street, yelling, I found it, I found it. With no thought that he had no clothes on. So, when you are looking for the truth, you will only find it in God's Word. Amen. The Apostle John describes the three appeals that Satan uses to draw us toward the world mm-hmm. and away from God. First John 2, 15 to 17 says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If any love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, The lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but is of the world and the world is passing away and the lust of it but he who does the will of God abides forever. Every temptation comes in one form or more of these three forms. And the devil uses our desires to lead us astray from God. And I'm sure you are familiar with this, whether you admit it or not. There have been times when you intended to go right and you went left. I don't expect you to ever admit that you did. But the only problem is God knows you did yes. And that's what happened. James warns, uh, in James uh, 1, in verse 13 to 15, he warns us, uh, let no one say when he's tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil. Nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted, when he is drawn away by his own desires Amen. and enticed. That's
1: what,
0: that's what happens. God doesn't tempt us. But sometimes, you know, we say that, you know, as um, the thought that he did, God tempted us. Mm-hmm. When desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's full grown brings forth death. Mm-hmm. And when it's foregone, grown, it has come to the end, mm-hmm. you see. It, it sounds good and feels good while it's going on, but when it's over, the result is sin. Mm-hmm. And sin brings on death. Satan's appeal to the flesh, the eyes, the pride, when he tempted Eve to eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge and good and evil. Genesis tells us how Satan tried to get Eve to doubt what God said and appeal to her desires. Genesis 3, 1 through 5. And many of us can uh, <laughs> align with this. Now the serpent was more kind than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden Mm. and the woman said to the servant we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God has said you shall not eat it nor shall you touch it lest you die then the servant said to the woman you will not surely die For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil." This is a familiar point. How many times have you told your son or your daughter to stay away or not to touch and they did it anyway you see because they didn't believe they didn't they didn't say Satan used kind words he said you shall not surely die this is a trick of God he just want to keep you ignorant. I'm just putting it in Today's lingo, you see. He, he just wants to keep you on the outside and not let you know what happened. So, what our young folks say to us, uh, they say, uh, um, "Dad, or mom is telling me that uh, because they don't want me to have any fun." You see, uh, they just uh, they uh, they sit here and they they are tired and. And uh, (laughs) disgusted, (laughs) mad, and they want me to be the same way. (laughs) See, what you don't understand is Satan talking to you then, (laughs) just like you can talk to Eve. Because your parents, how many people in here know that their parents love them? I'm talking about without any doubt. That.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if you know that your parents love you, then that won't be any problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If they tell you to go stand in the corner till I tell you to sit down, mm-hmm. you're going to go stand in the corner until they tell you to sit down. Mm-hmm. If they tell you not to touch, you're not going to touch. Mm-hmm. If they say, <laughs> you get the point. If you see, this is whether or not you believe they love you or not, you know that they won't tell you nothing wrong, and you believe that whatever they tell you is in your best interest. If you believe that, you'll do it. Satan appears to the flesh. The eyes, the pride, and the tempted at And so, when you are tempted, he does the same thing. He appears to you. Whether you're a guy or a girl. And a lot of time, we, we didn't like to uh, look on the side of the guy when we talking about um, girls. And in other words, he looking at that girl that looks so good to him and he wants to talk to her but yet his parents said don't talk to her because she is not good for you mm-hmm. but because she looks good. Mm-hmm. He overrides that and go on and talk to her and the results mm-hmm are not good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the devil first tried to get people to question God. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to make them think God is trying to withhold something mm-hmm. or some blessing from them. Mm-hmm. Now, once Satan gets people to be self-centered rather than believing in God, he's able to tell them lies Amen. that contradict God. Yeah. yeah. Jesus told some, law, uh, some, excuse, some Jews who did not believe in him in John 8 verse 44 and 45 that you are of your father mm-hmm. the devil and the desires of your father you want to do. Mm-hmm. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth yeah. because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. That's what Jesus told those Jews. So, when he talked to you, what are you going to believe? You going to believe him or you going to believe your parents? Because they're going to be the one that's going to pick up the pieces. When everything is said and done, uh, you uh, are pumpkinized. How can you say that? Pumpkinized. Pumpkinized. That's what I want to say. When you are (laughs) pumpkinized and he can't be found. Mama and Dad is going to have to pick up the pieces. <laughs> I know. You're, just keep thinking about it. You'll get, <laughs> you get it. You see? So at that point, you are listening to Satan rather than your parents who try to tell you not to go that way. The devil urged people to trust in their own judgment rather than listen to God, of course. Yeah. Trust in your own judgment will lead you to give in to your desire. Satan tempted Jesus to use his powers to make food. you remember Matthew 4, verse one through four? Yeah. The Bible says, then Jesus was led up Uh, by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights afterwards, he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become great. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God yep. Yep. are you living by what your parents are teaching you? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or are you listening to Satan mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. You have a choice mm-hmm. you don't have to be hard headed mm-hmm. you can be a loving person yeah and an obedient one to those precious people who love you and has sacrificed much for you. Much for you, much for you. Your parents love you. They can see farther than you can see. Yes, sir. because they have the glasses of time on their side. <laughs> They've been there. They've yeah. done that. Yeah. Now they can look down through the halls of time and they can see more clearly. Amen. Amen. You haven't gotten that yet. Amen. Jesus said to said no to the devil because Jesus knew his relationship to God was important. Is your relationship to mom and dad important? Huh? God helps us overcome temptation by teaching us who we are in Christ. We don't belong to ourselves but to him, to Christ who purchased us with his blood. (coughs) God also helps us by giving us his word to teach us how to live and how to avoid sin. The, the more we rely on God's teaching, the more we are able to avoid temptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to know how to avoid temptation? Dig into God's vast, what do you say, uh, volume of knowledge? Solomon advised his son in the book of Proverbs trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him God and he shall erect your path do not be wise in your own eyes. fear the Lord and depart from evil Proverbs 3 Verses 5-7, yeah. the word of God, the Bible can give you strength and can help you through those struggles that you face mm-hmm. or that you think you're facing, all right? Mm-hmm. You know, a young person thinks when they are, are rejected by a friend uh, that they might like, you know, Oh man, they are down in the dumps. Man. You know, they think that it is, oh, it is the end of the world, is next. He won't talk to me, mm-hmm. uh, she won't talk to me. Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do? I don't know if I can make it through the next day. Oh, I'm so hey, my heart hurts. <laughs> you'll live, <laughs> listen to the word of God, the word protects us in the time of trouble, Amen. the psalm said your word I have hidden in my heart yeah. that I might not sin against you, Amen. psalm 119 verse 11, sometimes the devil appears to the sinful desires that are inside of us, the Lord Jesus warned us to be careful what we look at. Amen. And Jesus said in Matthew 5, 27 29, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. Amen. But I say to you that whosoever looks at a woman to lust for her, has already committed adultery Mm -hmm. with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, plug it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. (laughs) It sounds like it's serious. And it is. In other words, what you think is so important may not be so important. Society glamorizes sex and the desire for sex has led many young men and women away from God and to sin. The consequences of sin are always greater than people think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sexual immorality can lead to an unwanted pregnancy or disease.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People who get involved in sexual activity outside of marriage often feel great guilt for what they've done and wished that they had never violated God's will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every day you turn the TV on, you hear of someone that is suffering because of early activities. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about those activities they participated in prior to getting mad. Mm-hmm. It's so severe that some cannot even have or enjoy a normal marriage yeah. because of guilt. You say well that won't that won't affect me you know you, you think you're above that you see but it's only your mind talking to you now. All right? As you grow and you learn and perhaps get into a situation like that you'll understand it better. Yeah. Yeah young people don't realize how important it is to keep themselves pure, amen. Amen. God is not trying to keep anything from you, right. I
1: mean.
0: Think about this, <coughs> God made sex, right? So he knows all about
1: it. Amen.
0: That's why he tells you to abstain, amen. yeah? Stay away from it, yeah. Yeah. until you get married, amen? And because you don't know where it's going, right? Just like an alcoholic doesn't know what the first drink is gonna do to him or her, you don't know what the first encounter of sex is gonna do to you. Mm -hmm. You might say, oh man, this is terrible, horrible. I never want it again. But then on the other hand, it might be in your mind the greatest thing you ever come upon. And you want more, and more, and more. Mm-hmm. That's why God said, not before you get mad. Amen. Because that's the way it goes. You got a hug. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be calm. The heart on the street. Amen. Right? Yeah. Now we look at women as uh, bad. That's right. Uh, They call women of the night.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: But what do you call men that are out there searching for those women of the night? Mm -hmm. Right. You see. Right. They are no bad, That's right. Amen. They are no better. They are condemned Amen. with the same condemnation Amen. that the woman is. Amen. That's right. And your sons are just as guilty Amen. as your daughter could be. Amen. Amen. Right. A lot of times we overlook the the, the, the boys. The father never have that talk with the son and says, son, keep yourself Don't be out there That's right. with those young ladies. That's right, right. Don't be out there. Stay pure. Yes. Keep yourself for your wife. That's right. Amen. The fathers never have that talk with their sons. Wow. But the mother always seemed to be talking to the daughter. Telling her to keep herself. Mm-hmm. Preserve yourself. Yeah. When it should be uniform. Yeah. And if you got children, mm-hmm. they all should have that toss. That's right. Because it's just as bad for the men as it is for the women. That's so right. The disease doesn't have a um, what do you call it? You don't have a mind. You know, I'm going to infect uh, this one because it's a man, or I'm going to infect this one because it's a girl. Disease don't have that intelligence code in it. So, it goes both ways. You have to instruct both to remain sinless. The Apostle lived in, uh, excuse me, the Apostle Paul, let me see, I might be skipping one. Let me back up here just a second. Uh, Christians may be careful what they look at, like God uh, other that. I think that this one here, Young women who profess God should dress modestly. No. Timothy 2, verse 19. When people, and that's either male or female, dress modestly, they can avoid many embarrassing situations and temptations. And The devil loves to feel to the eye. Mm. And that's why every Christian should pay attention to how he or she appears to others. Amen. Our clothing and appearance reveal much about our character. Amen. Much about our character. Mm. How many people who will leave home and not look in the mirror. Now, there's one thing I have not in all my 75 years found, and that is from home to my destination that the dress would grow. <laughs> That <laughs> time, then. if when you looked in the mirror before you left home, if it's too short, then it's gonna be too short when you get where you're going. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't mean to pounce upon the women. Uh, men have a part to play too. And you have to also be modestly dressed, man. Mm-hmm. Right. In other words, so you don't call some sister to sin. Mm-hmm. right. You think they don't look at you? That's right. Think again. Yeah. They look at you, up and down. Mm-hmm. But women seem to be the more um, scrutinized. Mm-hmm. the more scrutinized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because uh, she seems to have so much to offer. And so many sins are committed because of the woman. Amen. So you don't want to get in that category. And, and, and here's another thing. Young boys, um, we don't think about it, but young boys, because they are, are different, because God made them that way, They can be young, but they still are looking at young girls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, when you take, you say, Well, my daughter ain't uh, eight years old. I know ain't nobody looking at her. Mm -hmm. Well, you got an eight year old boy, Mm or a ten year old boy. And guess what? He's looking at her. And so, she has something to. Back up. It means say that you have something to do even with her. Amen. Because what did the Bible say? The pride of life and the things that you see are the ones that get you in trouble. Hmm. So don't pass that up. Uh, concerning the young men, you know, uh, as we grow, as we grow and, and uh, get further into, uh, let's say the 20th century or 21st century, whatever it is, people become more wiser. They become more evil. And uh, the young man that uh, five years ago, what he did, is different today. Yes. Yes. He's looking uh, farther along. Mm-hmm. He's uh, checking out things that he, the boy uh, ten years ago didn't check out. Yes. Yes. That's right. So you have to right. have to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that the youngest, uh, at least the one that I'm familiar with, the youngest recorded pregnancy is uh, about eight years old. Mm-hmm. A young lady. A young girl, and she didn't get pregnant by herself. Yeah. So, so remember, your young man is looking at young girls, Amen. and you have to teach him the things that uh, he needs to know in order to keep himself pure Amen. and to abstain from sin. Uh, the Apostle Paul is in Carmen in the first century. And so that time, so in that time, it was a place where people practiced a lot of sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. And so he advised them in uh, 1 Corinthians 6, verses 18 to 20, flee sexual immorality. Now, every sin that a man does is outside the body. Mm -hmm. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Amen. Spirit yeah. who is in you, yeah. whom you have from God? And you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Yeah. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now, when temptation confronts you and you declare, inclined to yield because no one else seemed to be around remember God is always watching I didn't put you but God is always watching you. Proverbs 15 verse 3 says that the eyes of the Lord are in some places keeping watch on the evil and the good. All 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 places. Okay. Every place. I don't see if you had gone to (laughs) sleep. You see, he is watching you, keeping watch on the evil and the good. And learning to flee in times of temptation is a great strategy to avoid sin. Those who linger around sin usually get caught. Mm -hmm. in it. Paul later warned the Corinthians, do not B to C, evil commonly corrupts good acts. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 33. Yeah. So stay away from the things that will harm you spiritually. Yeah. All told Timothy, flee also useful us, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who can on the Lord, who, me, who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. 2 Timothy 2, verse 22. Now whether the devil appears to the eye, to the flesh, or to pride, he is actually appealing our selfishness. Our selfish desires can lead us away from God. Luke tells us how the devil tempted Jesus. Then the devil taking him up on the high mountain. Showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, all this authority I will give you and their glory. For this has been delivered to me and I give it to whomever I wish. <laughs> Therefore, if you will worship me, uh, correction, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, Ye shall not worship the Lord you shall sorry, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Luke chapter 4 verses 5 through 8. And I'm almost finished. So Uh, I'm probably just going to leave some of it off because I don't want you to uh, have to resurrect me. (laughs) (laughs) Because you you got so overwhelmed and you just Jesus knew when he should worship and serve and it wasn't the devil and in spite of all the treasure and power he might have seen in ruling the world. Jesus knew that the world that he would be a slave to Satan if he had given in to the temptation. Right. Jesus right. knew that there was only one person to worship and serve, and that's the Father in heaven. Amen. So sin has a high price. Jesus knew that when the pleasure of sin walked and all they had to deal with would be the consequences of sin. Romans 6, and verse 23, still said that the wages of sin is death. Ananias and Sapphira decided that they wanted to keep back part of what they had promised God, and so they lied to God in order to possess some money. They never expected their decision would cost them their life. That's five, one to ten. You see? Yeah. Uh, When you take from God, you don't realize that either. You know, you know when did I take from God when you held back a portion of your giving when you should have put it in the <laughs> in the tray. Man. You kept back a portion because you remember that you had another bill that you forgot to <laughs> put in. It's uh it's just like that. It's just simple. It's so easy to omit God, Yeah, mm-hmm. you see. Now you think the worst thing for you is not to pay that bill. That's what you think about when you keep back some that you should have given the Lord. You think the worst thing can happen if I don't pay this bill, it's going on my credit record and blah, 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 blah. You don't think about God. If God has a record that is greater then your credit record. That's right. And everybody's going to pay. You. Amen. You, because sin has a high price. Yes, it does. A high price. Judas <clears throat> betrayed Christ for thirty pieces of sin. But if fear of him with guilt and regret, Judas went away and hanged himself. Yeah. According to Matthew twenty-seven, verses three to five. Yeah. We will never assume that sin is trivial. Sin was so seared that Jesus bore the cross so that we might die to sin and live through righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5 19 to 21. Take heart. If the temptation is too strong for us, god will make us a way of escape first corinthians 10 13 says that no temptation has overtaken you but such is common unto man and god is able uh, excuse me god is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted Above that which you are But with the temptation, we'll provide the way of escape. Yes, so. Also, so that you will be able to endure it yeah. when you feel the temptation is too strong for you, you start looking for the way of escape. As a loving Father, the God of Heaven wants to spare us from getting into situations that we can't handle. Amen. Amen. When tell yeah, you don't. Don't do that. That won't work. Flee fornication. He's telling you to stay away from those things that you have no control of and that you can't handle. Well you have control of it because you can flee. Or you can uh, lay down the side of it or you can run You can do like uh, who was Job when he ran out of his coat and she's still lying on Mm -hmm. But see, when you're persecuted for righteousness sake, you see, you can rejoice. Mm -hmm. But if you are guilty, if he had laid down with that lady, which would have made him an adulterer, uh, that would have been more serious. The apostle recalls the time that appeared before, that he appeared before Caesar. Did not know whether he would whether he would live or die. He said, "As my first offense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them, but the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, so that the mess might be." excuse me, the message might be preached fully through me and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion and the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Second Timothy 4 verses 16 through 18. We need confidence. The Lord will also deliver us from every evil circumstance beyond our control. That He will indeed strengthen us or give us the way of escape, so that we might remain close to Him as His children. That's enough. I'm gonna stop there. Yes, I have more, but I like. <laughs> I don't know if you can bear. <laughs> so I'm be okay. gonna stop right there. And you got enough right there. If you want to uh, please sing, if you want to conquer uh, temptation, you can do it. Yeah. But Amen. you can't do it by yourself. That's right. You have to lean on the Lord. Yes. He'll help you he will. He has said he will. If there's anyone in the audience that have not put on Christ and need to put on Christ in water baptism, this is the time to do it. As we prepare to uh, sing our invitation song, you prepare to uh, get your feet in the right motion so that you can come up and give your hand to me or whoever accepts it, and your heart to God. If you, the Bible says that uh, Romans ten seventeen, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Luke thirteen and uh, three. Yeah. It says that uh, <laughs> except you repent. You should all likewise carry and. Uh, Matthew 10 32, Jesus said uh, if you will not confess me before men, I won't confess you before my father, which is in heaven, and then after that comes baptism, 1 Corinthians three twenty-one. that's a life figure, but not to put it, uh, the figure, not to put it in the way to play, but the answer of a good conscience for God, that's what baptism is, and that's what you have to do in order to be saved. I tell you they except repent, you should all likewise perish. Uh, Paul had to answer that call in Acts 22 16 and uh, as he recalled at the time, Saul and he had to be baptized in order to be saved. Yes he did. That's what the, the water is there for, the unity. Learn that out in the desert, That's he right. said, See, here's water. What hindered me from being baptized? That's right. When you read the scripture, you don't see nowhere where water was mentioned. That's but right. we know it was mentioned because the unit said, See, here's water. That's right. God knows where he put water. Amen. And he put it in the right spot yes. for it to be used. So, without any further ado, if you desire to put on Christ with water baptism, You have the opportunity as we sing our invitation song and we stand.